Comedian's Revenge with Jeremy Bowman Episode 11 SD-WAN Application Aware Firewall With intent-based networking, we often focus on the networking aspects, the routing, the switching, or even the automation. Just as important is the role that security plays in the environment. In this episode, we will discuss the Application Aware Enterprise Firewall in SD-WAN. With the Application Aware Enterprise Firewall, the firewall behavior is defined using a zone-based model concept. Traffic that originates in a given zone is allowed to flow to another zone and may have inspection for TCP, UDP, and ICMP flows based on a firewall policy. A single service VPN or multiple service VPNs may be grouped together into a single zone. This allows the end user to have the flexibility to create as many zones as needed based on the security requirements while still minimizing the configuration complexity as much as possible. So, let's discuss how the application-aware enterprise firewall is defined and configured, and then we will look at some of the more interesting advanced options. First, in order to configure the firewall functionality, we must understand a few terms. Our security policy for the firewall will be considered unidirectional. That is, we will have a source zone and a destination zone. The actual traffic patterns will be expected to be bi-directional. However, from the perspective of the firewall, we will create a unidirectional policy for traffic from our source zone going to our destination zone. The source zone may be a group of one or more service VPNs. The same is true for our destination zone. You should note, though, that a given service VPN may not be a member of more than one zone. The next configuration piece is the actual firewall policy for this source zone to destination zone traffic. A firewall policy is essentially a localized security policy on the edge device. It will define the conditions that must be matched to allow traffic to flow in the specific direction. The matching conditions may be based on IP prefix, ports, protocols, or more interestingly, applications. Traffic flows that match a condition in the firewall policy may either be inspected, passed, or dropped. If a flow is inspected, then a session for that flow is created in the state table. This will allow the appropriate return traffic back through the firewall without a specific service policy configured in the return direction. When a flow is passed, that traffic is allowed through the firewall. However, there is no session state created so return traffic must be expressly allowed in for the return direction via a service policy. The last piece of the configuration puzzle is the zone pair. The zone pair configuration defines the source zone, the destination zone, and the firewall policy that is applied for traffic ingressing the source zone and egressing the destination zone. So how would we want to use such a feature in our environment? The first scenario to discuss is the use of shared resources. Perhaps you have some centralized services with application data within a specific service VPN, VPNX. Users in VPN1 may be able to access all of the shared services in VPNX, but users in VPN2 are not allowed to access some services. Additionally, because VPNX has all of these critical shared services, inspection and firewalling is a requirement not just simple permits or denies. With the application-aware enterprise firewall, this is relatively easy to achieve. First, we would create our three zones, one each for each VPN. 
Then we need only two policies, one for the traffic source from VPN1 and one for the traffic source from VPN2. Since we do not expect our shared services to start sending traffic to our two user VPNs, we will not write a policy in this example for traffic source from the VPNX. As an extra security feature, we could write a policy that drops and logs all traffic, but for simplicity we'll skip that here. The reason we do not need the return policy from our shared services VPN is because we will use inspection on the firewall, creating session state information which will allow the appropriate return traffic while blocking all other traffic. For the VPN1 policy, where our users are allowed to access all of our servers, we will simply write a single class policy matching all traffic where the action is to inspect. Then we create a zone pair with VPN1 as the source zone and VPNX as the destination zone and attach our firewall policy to it. For the VPN2 policy, where our users are only allowed to access some of the services, we write a more detailed policy that matches the traffic flows that are allowed, and on that class or classes of traffic, we again use the inspect action. Just as before, we create a new zone pair that has VPN2 as the source zone, VPNX as the destination zone, and our new policy is attached. But so far, we haven't actually configured our VPNs in their zones. So how do we do that? Also, we may want to interface in a zone, not necessarily a VPN. We're going to start investigating further some of the different ways to set this up. The user has the ability to apply an interface or a VPN to a specific zone. At first, this may seem to be exactly the same. However, for locations with multiple interfaces on the edge device in the same service VPN, the interface option creates additional granular control of the firewall zoning between traffic sources. Once the VPN or interface has been added to the zone declaration, then the policy is attached to the zone source and zone destination as a zone pair. The same source zone may be used as the destination zone in a zone pair, However, it is important to note that in this scenario, if traffic ingresses and egresses the same interface, firewalling is not performed. The truly interesting part of the firewall is that not only does it allow you to limit and or inspect traffic based on ports and protocols, but with application recognition on the device, only specific applications may be matched using application lists. Before limiting the firewall to only allowing a specific application, care should be taken to ensure that the application is properly recognized by the device. The configuration of the policy is greatly simplified using the vManage user interface. This allows the user to create and deploy the intended firewall policy quickly with relative ease. There are a few additional configuration options that may be considered. For instance, the Edge device supports high-speed logging for the firewall functionality. This is valuable to limit the impact of packet logging to the actual packet forwarding. With this feature enabled, log information is generated and handled similar to NetFlow records. The log is created and stored in a local buffer. The exporter then forwards the buffer data periodically to an external collector. This has been episode 11 of IBN's Revenge with Jeremy Bowman. In our next episodes, we will discuss FSO or full stack observability and sustainability. 
We look forward to your comments and suggestions. Perhaps there is a topic you would like us to discuss. You can reach us on Twitter at IBN's Revenge or send us email to comments at IBN's Revenge dot com.